Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to this week's episode of Midlife AF. And oh my goodness, have I got a treat for you. I was on Facebook talking about my upcoming virtual retreat, the Five Days to Freedom virtual retreat, which is starting on the 19th of February. And one of the past participants, a lady called Haley, came and posted and said, oh, it changed my life. And I was like, oh, Haley, because I remembered her well from the... She did the virtual retreat with me and then she came on and did the um, Aussie alcohol experiment and she was just a joy. And I learned, as we always do in these situations, so as much from her as, you know, she learned from me. And I said to her, would you be interested in coming on to the podcast and talking about your experience so people who might be thinking about coming on could get a bit of a good vibe about what it might be like and what's involved in it? And she was like, Yes. So I invited her to come in and tell us a little bit about herself and what her experience was. So here she is, over to Hayley. If you're a woman in midlife whose intuition is telling you that giving booze the elbow might be the next right move, then Midlife AF is the podcast for you. Join counsellor, psychotherapist, this naked mind and grey area drinking alcohol coach Emma Gilmore for a weekly natter about parenting quirky teens, menopause, relationships, and navigating this thing called midlife alcohol-free. If you're feeling that life could be so much more, that you're sick and tired of doing all the things for everyone else, if your intuition is waving her arms manically at you saying, it could all be so much easier if we didn't have to keep drinking, come with me. Together we'll find our groove without booze. I lovingly acknowledge the Boonarung people of the Kulon Nation as the custodians of Kurt Barok. I share my admiration for the Aboriginal culture. I witness the connection that they have for each other and the land and their community. As I swim in the waters and walk on the land, I feel the power of this place. I'm grateful for the Aboriginal people's amazing custodianship, the power, beauty and the healing potential of this place. I wish to pay special respects to the elders of the Boonarong people. Their wisdom, guidance and support are exceptional and felt well beyond the Aboriginal community. I honour that this is Aboriginal land and that it has never been ceded. I am committed to listening to the Aboriginal community and learning how I can be an active ally in their journey to justice. Thank you so much, Hayley, for coming on to talk to our beautiful group of humans here today. I invited Hayley on because Hayley was um, one of the participants in our Five Days to Freedom virtual retreat last year and then joined us in the Great Aussie Alcohol Experiment. And she posted recently on a, um, a post that I had talking about the new version of that that I'm running um, on the... 19th of February, saying that it had changed her life. And I thought, well, that's pretty exciting. Thank you, Hayley, for saying that. You made my day. Uh, but also, I wanted to get Hayley to come and have a chat with us about that so that she can share what her experience was um, and give some insight for other people who might be thinking about coming along and doing it. So first of all, without further ado, I will just introduce you to my friend Hayley. Hayley, would you be kind enough to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? 
Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so I'm very passionate about um, getting this out there as well, um, helping other people who are possibly struggling like I was in the past. Um, so yeah, I am just a normal old person. <laughs> um, I have three boys. Um, I'm a single mom. I've run my own business and yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> amazing so you think and this is what i love and Haley and i were having a giggle about this before we came on live and just saying it's it's so funny because there's such a myth around why people might be wanting to change their relationship with alcohol there's this whole sort of global gaslighting that we have that alcohol is a problem just for some people and those people are never allowed to have alcohol again and they are you know it's very sad for them and but but they'll never be allowed to have it again but it's just those people over there in the corner and the rest of us you know we're all fine and dandy and mm. the truth of the matter is that and it's getting, getting more and more publicity but the world health organization the lancet the cancer council are coming out and saying there is no safe amount of alcohol for anybody to drink Regardless, you know, it's not about um, just those people who are alcoholics in the corner, which is what we used to kind of think. But Haley and myself, that's not our experience, isn't that we weren't feeling like we were those kind of people. We were just, or even, like, I feel bad now even saying those kind of people because it's like implying that those kind of people exist. It's like, that's, it's just a, a big lie. It's the reason people come to wanting to change their relationship with alcohol is not necessarily, and yes, this might be the case, it's not necessarily that they've lost their homes or they're having a terrible relationship or everything's going wrong in their life or they've, you know, they're on the streets. And whilst that can be the case, for most of us, it's something quite different. So Hayley, would you be kind enough to explain what was happening for you when you decided that you wanted to come and join the Five Days to Freedom retreat? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just uh, in adding to that as well it's a girlfriend of mine she 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 just doesn't drink she does has never liked it and and we when we both go out and um she's a great person to now go out with because i don't drink you know yeah. as often either um but she said as soon as you say it people just think there's something wrong with you and you've had this horrible hard time like you're an alcoholic in the past and it's like i just don't drink and i said i get it like people just judge you you know so but i i was just a normal what well, i would say a normal person um had been brought up with alcohol around me every single day um so it was just so normal for me to think that at the end of the day i'd got through the day my kids were alive everyone was happy it was i it was my reward to have a glass of wine yeah and you know, and then eventually it would it would end up one, two, three, four yeah. glasses of wine, you know, like yeah. so that was a really hard habit for me to kick. Mm. And um yeah, having just been brought up with that for forty something years, everyone around me was doing the same thing. Um my my parents had always done that. It was a really hard thing to kick. So that's right. And and like I said to you before, I have done so much self development in the past couple of years. But nothing, nothing could help me shift this one thing that I couldn't control. So yeah. um, it was just incredible. Yeah. And there's such a, yeah. um, 
it's so interesting when you say it's one thing I couldn't control and I felt exactly the same way. It was like, I've got all this other stuff going on in my life. I'm really quite a together person. People came across me, they'd be like, oh, she seems like she's got her shit together. She, <laughs> she's, she runs, she um, has a career, she is, um, you know, relatively, you know, she seems like somebody who's got is quite competent in life and yet I'd have that what you were saying it's just one thing right where I'd be like why when I say I want to have one glass of wine or I don't want to have any glasses of wine tonight why am I ending up having it when I didn't want to and why when I only wanted to have one of I ended up drinking a bottle and what's wrong with me why you know there must be something faulty send this one back to the shop she's <laughs> she's she's faulty um because yeah. you know there's I'm, this narrative I'm isn't there that myself the next day. that's exactly it that's exactly it it's and, and i was talking to another yeah. lady recently yeah. we were saying the very worst thing about drinking more than you want to is the self-recrimination and how mean you are to yourself. Yeah. Can yeah, you tell I, a little bit about that? So mean to myself. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so it keeps cutting out a little bit. So I, I'm right. hearing words here and there, but no, that's okay. Um, yeah, so I, I would have this battle with myself pretty much every day, you know, and then I would, um, drink, you know, drink the wine. I would then wake up the next day and just hate myself you know put myself down I, I actually um like I realize now that I pretty much felt like a fraud my whole life like you know I'd, I'd go to work every day and like think these people have no idea like you know every, they all think I'm this great you know good workhouse great mom I just felt like a fraud every day it was it was a it's a shit way to live it's really horrible yeah it is and it's it's interesting because i was talking to another i'm wondering if my internet's not very good should i um we might freeze for a second if i change internet let me see if it if it makes it better okay. bear with me we, we might freeze it might all go to, to pants <laughs> <laughs> let's give it a go Yay! I'm back. And are you still with me? Can you yes. hear me? Brilliant. That's great. And we're still on yes. Instagram. It's all really good. Look at that. Amazing. And does the sound a bit better? Is it a bit better? All right. Is it a bit better, Hayley? Uh, yeah. It's still a little bit. Yes. Like a little bit. Sorry about that. It's annoying, isn't it? Um, so you were just talking about that sort of feeling where you're you're feeling like a fraud, and you're like, if only people like if people really knew what was happening, what would they think? Because I am this person who seems to be on the surface really in control, but underneath, 
it's all a bit messy and I don't feel like I'm actually in control. Yeah, absolutely. Is that your experience? Yes, yeah. That's exactly yeah. how I felt most days, yeah. Yeah. So it, it just it feels so good to feel free of that, like not be controlled by something anymore. It's yeah. just a whole new world. And to, and that uh, the other thing that I experienced a lot was that the anxiety, my anxiety was a lot worse with alcohol and yeah. also my confidence. Like yeah. I, I had no confidence. Like I, I had been wanting to run a women's circle for so long that something was holding me back. Yeah. And you get you get rid of that alcohol and that, that anxious feeling and that like my confidence just has grown so much. So I can confidently go and, and do something like that now without feeling like a, a fraud. So it's just great. That is huge. And I think that was a really big piece for me too. It's like you don't realise how small alcohol is actually keeping you. Yes. And then you stop drinking and you're like, it's so interesting because you think you go into stopping drinking thinking right i'm gonna i'm gonna lose weight i'm gonna be more productive i'm gonna you know i don't know what the other things might be but you think all these things and then what you come out with is something that's so much more profound which is that you you reconnect with your your actual self and you start to build a relationship with that person and then you start to do things you never imagined you would ever do or you'd have the confidence to do and then you do tell me a bit about that from your perspective so have we frozen again yeah, what was the question? Sorry, I just missed that. <laughs> so it's amazing, isn't it, that we 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 start we think that it's going to give us a load of other stuff, but actually, what it yeah. gives us is ourselves back and our Absolutely. confidence in ourselves. Yes. Um. So before joining, when you joined the five days to freedom virtual retreat, what was happening for you? What made you sign up? Um. Well, like I said, I've done a heap of um, a heap of work, like self-development, and I was still just struggling with this one thing, and everything else was feeling amazing. Like, you know, I felt, yeah, it was just one little piece that I needed to fix, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I just saw it, it just randomly came up. I don't know how I found you on, on Facebook or Instagram, but I thought, oh, wow, like, this sounds amazing. So I, I joined up and... And just the fact that you've got, because the first week of anything is hard, right, when you're trying to change. So mm-hmm. having that support every single day, those calls yeah. with other women going through the same thing, yeah. and and you also asking us the questions that we mm-hmm. we need to ask, um, it was just incredible. And and it got me through that first week without drinking, and, mm-hmm. um, and it just made it so much easier. Mm-hmm. And... You know, the biggest thing that uh, that came from that was I'm not the only one experiencing this. There's so many other women and people experiencing the same thing and it's not my fault. You know, so it was just, it was it was such an eye-opener that first week and then to join the next 30-day um, program was just amazing. To have that support every, what was it, every day? 
It yeah. is every day, which yeah. is it's unusual, yeah. I know. But I, I think it's really helpful to people, especially at that time of night. We do it sort of like usually about seven o'clock in the evening most nights. And then I think at the weekends, I usually do it about five o'clock or something like that. And the yeah. idea being that it's for, you know, when you've got that witching hour, that's sort of what you potentially would have in your routine have decided that would be the time you'd have a drink, that you've got somewhere else to be and someone else to talk to and to connect with and share your experience. But I think what you were saying, Katie, is so huge because we do, it's like so many things in life, isn't it? We sit there thinking we're on our own with this stuff and it's yeah. us, we're the problem. It's like that Taylor Swift song, I'm the problem, it's me. It's like, actually, do you know what? It's not, you're not the problem. No. No, and that's, yeah, <laughs> that is great, and um, and yeah, and just having that those other women to to talk to and to support each other was just that was so yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know. Go on, you go. Sorry, I was just going to say, and and like even my own, um, you know, stories in my head was like, wow, these women are all. Just normal people that they're, they're successful like you know beautiful successful normal mums and, and like we that yeah like it's not you know people just laying in the gutter that no. you know what I mean that have this problem so that was that was really great too that's it and I think that's such an important thing to say because we do and like I can sometimes see people in um, personal development or in my sort of business work kind of sort of creep away from me when they know what my work is because they're like, oh, no, this isn't for me. Mm. This is those people, you know, the, those people with a problem. This is their stuff. I'm not going to associate with that. It's not, like, not for me. And, then, and yet it's so interesting that we're still having all these conversations about wellness and mental health and well-being and we're still including alcohol in that as if alcohol was some form of self-care, as if alcohol was some form of an additional, uh, you know, tool in our toolkit for wellness, which is you know, <laughs> such a big lie and such yeah. a big untruth. And this, this, this whole, and I know we talked about a lot during our work together, we talk about the sort of like rebellious um, side of us. And, and I know looking at the way that marketing works is there's so much marketeers in alcohol know that people who drink tend to think of themselves as a little bit cool a little bit unusual you know because it's like do you remember like i always remember watching greece when i was about nine years old and like danny had come on in his sunglasses and then sandy came on with her cigarette and her you know <laughs> and drinking and smoking became like that's what the cool people do right yeah. And yet the reality of the situation is that drinking is what everybody does. And the unusual thing to do is not to drink. And so yeah. the sort of more rebellious thing to do is not to drink, but yet we're still all brought into this idea that we're being countercultural and we're being a little bit rebellious by drinking. But actually, as you know, it controls you. And so you're not being rebellious at all because what's happening is your life just gets smaller and smaller, right? Mm, absolutely. Yeah, and that it's, was it's interesting how people react to to you saying you don't drink anymore either. Yeah, tell me, tell me a bit about what your experience of that has been. Oh, I think, if, like you said, a few people have sort of stepped back a little bit, like, 
oh no, I don't want to be judged because I, or, you know, because I, I'm still going to have a drink. Whereas that's nobody else's business. If you want to drink, you drink. You know, exactly. Like, um, some, oh, not really. I, I, I've surrounded myself with some really amazing people, so I don't have anyone pressuring me or no. um, anything like that. And and I will say as well, my my journey has not been perfect. No. Um, I my plan was after. Um, finishing up with you to go alcohol free for 12 yeah. months and I, and I wasn't able to do it um, but in saying that I feel like I've got a lot more control over it and um, and I don't if I if I do choose to drink I don't hate myself the next day and, yeah. and give myself all that crap that I was before it's like no I made that decision and it's okay yeah. that's the difference isn't it and I love that you say that Hayley because it's about it's being intentional because a lot yeah. of the time we're doing all this stuff we're doing it unconsciously we've got no idea like we think we're drinking to relieve our stress or we think we're drinking to celebrate or we think we're drinking to make us less anxious or all these things which aren't true but in reality we all take risks with everything we do in our life right don't we it's like everyone takes risks but for me, it was about, it's it's more about being conscious. If we decide we're going to do something, knowing what we've done it and then and understanding why we've done it and doing it without thinking, this is just funny, la la, mummy juice. It's like, I'm making a decision to do this. I understand why. I'm not going to be a dick about it to myself, to myself the next day. And I'm just going to use it as another stepping stone on my journey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? And it's just that being mean to ourselves is so harmful, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. In every way. Yeah. And the, and one of the, the things that you taught us to do with um, asking what our teenage self would need right now or our, you know, that made a, a huge difference to me as well because just I've got teenage boys and... Yeah. You know, and, and when you have a tough day at work or whatever, I come home and like, what what would my son need right now, or what would little me, teenage me, need right now? And it's definitely not a bottle of wine. Like I would never never say that to my seven or sixteen year old son. You know, so that was that was really great and really helpful through the whole process, and it still is. Like, yeah. I still use that. Yeah. I'm really glad you mentioned that because I think one of the things that's slightly different about the way that I work with the humans that I work with is we do it's not really about sort of come in here are the top 10 tips and we move on it's much more like why are we drinking let's mm. learn how to notice when our nervous systems are dysregulated and be there for ourselves and kind of like hold our little hands as we navigate the world mm. as grown-ups it's quite a different approach, I think, than some of the other stuff that's out there. And yeah. I hope it sounds like it's it's had a bit of an impact on you. So thank you for sharing that, Hayley. Yeah. Was there anything else that you took away? Was there any other of the practices that we did in there that you remember? I know it's quite a long time ago since you did it with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, probably the biggest the biggest helpful things that I took away from it was that what what would younger me need right now um the other one what was i going to say oh the other the other thing that was really difficult for me to get to move 
um, from my, you know, my, the stories in my head was that it's a reward. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day of getting through the day, and that was that was something we spoke about a lot, I think, because it's probably um, the case for a lot of people. It's that reward mm. at the end of the day. So that was one that mm. was really helpful to, to be able to talk about that and change the way we think about alcohol as being mm. a reward. So it's definitely not. That's right. That's right. It's so interesting, isn't it? And I love doing that work with you. And I love doing that work with the groups because it's like the 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 incredible way that our brains have been conditioned to think about alcohol is in almost every case the opposite is the truth. And so it then opens up in terms of personal development. Once you start getting into that stuff, it actually opens up so much other stuff in your world as well. Because it's like, well, if that's not true, then what else am I telling myself that's a complete big hairy lie? You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's been a, a big one for me. And tell me a little bit. So you loved, and I know that it's a, the point of difference. I think in the great in the great Aussie alcohol experiment is that we meet on a daily basis, and we. Yeah go with whatever's happening with the humans that are in the group on that particular day. You don't have to meet on a daily basis. It's literally like drop in, drop out, do what you want to do. But the opportunity is there to be there seven days a week for the 30 days, if that's what you want. Yeah. What could you describe if your memory goes back that far? What what was that like? What, what sort of happened in those meetings, the sort of things that we talked about? Uh, I think it just got me through that first difficult stage of, of getting out of that habit um so that was and, and knowing that i had someone to be accountable not, not accountable to but i had someone to to share my experience with every night that was definitely yeah. helpful yeah. um Oh, we did the breakout rooms too, didn't we? Yeah, we did do the yeah. breakout rooms. Yeah. We, did the, we did the grounding and then the like, you know, getting to know yeah. how you're feeling your body and... Yeah, yeah. So that was great as well, being able to have a, a meaning, you know, a deep conversation with one or two of the other people doing it. Um, that was really great. And again, just realising how amazing all these people were, you know, it was that was nice. Um, and like... I just remember driving in the car sometimes on my way home from work on the calls, and yeah. I it just it just felt it just felt like being part of something, not not to, not struggling on your own, you know, being a part of something. So yeah. it just yeah. yeah. I am so glad. And you know what? Haley's taught me so much as well. Like, And this is the amazing thing about group. And I love, this is why I love group work so much is because it's not about like you've got a coach and a group of people. It's like you've got this group of humans and we're all having the experience together and we're all learning from each other. And I know like Haley was talking to me about... Um, Oh, she'd done. She'd been to see Tony Robbins while she was on the thing. She was telling me all about this priming. So I started doing priming in the mornings. Which Ellie, tell us a little bit about that. And then you were telling me about something else that you've been doing recently that I thought might be a nice thing to share with the audience as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tony Robbins was amazing. He was so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. I think it was hard for me because I was in a room with I think eight thousand people doing that priming. Um, so it, it's just you know you can uh, Google it on YouTube. It's just Tony yeah. Robbins priming, and it's just about um, how do I explain it? <laughs> um, like being grateful. 
sending energy out to to all the people that you love. Um, And it's just about changing your state. So that's what he taught us a lot is is how easy it is to feeling feeling shit to just go put some good music on or something like that and just change your state, you know, and and be happy and be grateful and 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 yeah. yeah, And the the other really powerful thing I learned was um, ho'opono pono, which is difficult to say, but which is a Hawaiian um, tradition, which is just so beautiful and gentle. And, um, and again, you can just look, look that up on YouTube. There's yeah. plenty of beautiful songs and it's, it's just repeating to yourself either in the mirror or, you know, laying down or um, if there's someone you, you're struggling with um, and it's just repeating to yourself, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you, thank you. And just you know, just really feeling it, and just sending out that you know energy to yourself or energy to to whoever needs it. So that that's really life changing for me as well. So powerful! I will definitely get the links off Haley if I don't have them already, and I'll put them in the um, comments underneath um, this live when we finished it, um, in the podcast when it comes out later in the week. Um, but it's so interesting because I think what you were saying about the Tony Robbins thing and with this, um, how do you say it? Ho'opono pono. That's it. A lot of it's well, it's just about sinking for a moment, getting out of all of the ooh, freneticness of life and mm. being a little bit intentional, you know, like with the Tony Robbins thing, it's like reflecting on things that have happened, things you're grateful for, and then it's getting a bit intentional about like, how am I going to do my day today? And sim- mm. similar with the, what you were just talking about, I can't remember how to pronounce it. But it's like this, like you're, you're emitting an energy and you're bringing an energy to yourself and you're bringing energy to the outside world. That is, and to me, that seems it's like about connectedness and about being, in the present moment as opposed to which is what a lot of the time with alcohol is happening is we're trying to escape our present moment and we're trying to run away from whatever's happening in our lives and instead of standing next to ourselves when we're having when we're tired or we're hungry or we're fed up or we're frustrated or we just want to get away you know whatever we, we we're using something outside of ourselves to do that to take, take us away from the present moment and I think those practices that you talk about are really um, beautiful in grounding us in where we want to be, how we want to be putting our intention and the sort of energy that we want to bring into the world. Mm. I thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. If there was other people who were thinking about joining the um, virtual retreat and were like, oh, I don't know, Emma seems a bit odd. not that you're odd but you're fun and funny and real and it was just great yeah perfect yeah yeah. So it's because it is, it's very much a relaxed environment. The, the the groups that I run are very like chilled. You can turn up in your jammies, you can be in bed, you can be in the car, it doesn't matter. Mm. We're always just so happy to see each other's faces and spend some time together. Um it's definitely not a judgmental place at all. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. I did not feel one little tiny bit of judgment from anyone doing that. No. Exactly. 
it's a it's a safe place to be yourself to show up to be vulnerable to be um held in an experience and it's it, we also have a bit of fun as well it's a bit of a giggle um it's not all like oh alcohol yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we have a bit of fun as well so um yeah i just wondered if is there anything else that if somebody was sat on the fence going i don't know what would you say to them i would say you know if oh obviously if you're looking at doing something like this and questioning whether you should or shouldn't do it you should probably do it (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) what have you got to lose like you know an hour a day just to chat to other amazing women like there's just no reason why you wouldn't do this because yeah. there's nothing bad can come from that only amazing yeah. things yeah and if you could just change one or two things about your mindset around alcohol that will change your life huge yeah. huge yeah. yeah thank you so much for saying that Haley, because that was really yeah 100 percent. i agree yeah. thank you for being kind enough to come and do this with me I so appreciate it. I so appreciate you. No problem. Take care, my dear friend, and send me those links, and I'll put them in the the um, um the comments. Is the words that I'm trying to find that are not coming okay. into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I have to figure out how to turn this off. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you, my lovely. Um, I really appreciate yeah. it. You're Take so care. Lovely. Bye. Bye. <laughs> my goodness guys i wanted to just quickly interrupt and just let you guys know that i've got my five day virtual retreat running this february the 19th of february to the 23rd i think it's 23rd yeah 7 p.m every evening melbourne sydney time on zoom it is going to be phenomenal i ran it for the first time as a five-day program before christmas in the lead up to um my great aussie alcohol experiment in it was in September um and it was an absolute corker everyone loved it totally new material really really focused on my particular way of coaching which is sort of a a mixture of all the different things I've learned from being a counselor and psychotherapist to working with Gebel Marte to working with Annie Grace to working with uh Jolene Park on grey area drinking so this naked mind as well um and you know all the other different teachers that I've had over the years and I've amalgamated to come up with what I believe the absolute essential to changing your relationship with alcohol is um it's quite different from what a lot of people talk about it's not about pushing it's not about restricting it's not about working really hard it's about loving it's about leaning in it's about challenging everything that you learn to believe is what changing a relationship with alcohol is about it's about changing all of your beliefs around alcohol so that you no longer feel that alcohol is something you need in order to celebrate um to commiserate to relax um it's real so it's changing your liminal thinking it's learning how to be with ourselves and our bodies in our distress and there's really practical examples of that i'll have workbooks that you can download i'll have audio files that you can listen to in your own time so 
We'll go through, we'll do some inner child work. It's going to be really interactive. It's going to basically teach you all of the different things that I use to stop drinking and I work with on, with my clients on a daily basis. It's a really intense, great five days. It will be an hour session each time. And there will be, um, like I said, there'll be workbooks and there'll be tools and things that you can use um, for setting yourself up for success with wherever you want to be with your relationship with alcohol. Um, it's really, really different what I teach. I have developed my own method from all of the different um, teachers that I've had. Um, and it's very, very successful. And it's also really, really, really good fun to do. Um, and I was talking recently to some of my clients and we were talking about what are the amazing things about living a life that you're not controlled by alcohol, where you can just take or leave alcohol. And that's exactly what I'm going to be teaching over this five days and and the things that we talked about were silly little things it's things like you know being able to go and pick up your kids from their method shift at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night um waking up in the morning and not being an arsehole to yourself um what's another one I can't what my clients said to me this evening oh getting up in the morning on a Saturday morning and driving to park run and not having to worry if you were over the limits um, and then one of another one that was coming up for us was um, things like going to the cinema and just the amount of bandwidth that gets taken up by drinking. You know, uh, so we were talking in our group about drinking and how you know if you drank at the cinema, which used to I used to really enjoy, and I even drank at things like um, I would have a, a nice bottle of um, fizzy wine <laughs> when the when the kids went to see The Greatest Showman. Um, I remember one time being mortified because I was watching something quite serious with my mum and I'd had one of those little piccolos of champagne. It wasn't enough to get me to the movie. I had to get up and get another one. And we were talking about how, you know, once then when you're drinking and you're out, you, you've got to then plan your sort of how, how do I get there and get home without driving because you know, having to get Ubers and, and then and just and then just the amount of brain space that gets taken up by alcohol. And just talking about how, you know, this isn't what we were put on this life on this earth to be about. We weren't put on this earth to have be mean to ourselves every day, to not be able to be proud enough of ourselves and capable enough to pick our children up when they need picking up. We weren't put on this earth to regret our behavior. We weren't put on this earth to have our brains filled with different ways that we can get to uh to do things that involve alcohol as opposed to just like living our lives <laughs> so if any of you if that resonates with any of you if that's something you would like i highly recommend it's 50 bucks it's 47 bucks um and it's a really really great program and i think if you are going to change your relationship with alcohol you have to start by investing in something to help you so a community to program and then you also have to invest in yourself. You have to invest some time. You're like, I want to change this. It's causing me problems. I'm not enjoying it. It's not making me happy. It's making me sad. I'm going to do something about it. And then you've got to put in heart, you know, an hour a day for five days. And, you know, just bloody show up and do the work. And 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 you will be amazed at the transformation. And you'll be there soon, you know, picking your kids up from the gym at nine o'clock on a Saturday night, like my clients do. <laughs> going to the cinema and rejoicing in the fact that you don't have to drink and realizing that you don't need alcohol to um, enjoy yourself and 
you know, that you can actually literally just take it or leave alcohol. And most of the time you will choose to leave it because it's absolutely nothing to offer you. So if you want to live that kind of free life, I encourage you highly to join my five days to freedom virtual retreat. I'll see you there. 19th of Feb, 7 p.m. And the link to join, which I highly advise you to do, is in the show notes. All right, my darlings, take care. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Midlife AF with Emma Gilmore. If you enjoyed it, please share on Instagram for your friends and tag me at Hope Rising Coaching. If you want to help me grow the podcast, please review the episodes for me on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. If you would like to work further with me, please go to my website, www.hoperisingcoaching.com for my free and paid programs or email me at emma at hoperisingcoaching.com. Sending a massive cuddle to you and yours from me and mine. And remember to keep choosing you.